0: You're listening to Hurt At Sports Radio.
1: And what I learned about myself was, what type of leader are you? Because, guys, I believe, first and foremost, that picture sums it all up. Leaders are the ones who sprint forward and have everyone follow them. And you sprint out into the unknown. You sprint out when maybe it's a little bit dangerous. You're the guy that walks out there first. During my time in Carolina, I came to really appreciate... Some of the quarterbacks, and people, you know, kind of laugh and say, Coach Will never found the quarterback, but those guys were men. Because after every game, it was me that walked out and saw the media, and it was that quarterback that walked out and saw the media. Like, we had to lead. We had to do things that maybe we didn't want to do. We had to be the guys that were in front. But at the end of the day, what I've learned is if I want to be a leader, man, I've got to be out
0: front. Welcome back. To Herd At Sports Radio here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Live from the Herd At Sports Bar and Grill, I'm Ravi Lula, Andrew Rogers here with me. Uh, before we jump back into our conversation, want to set up the show we have for you today because it is... A good one. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we're going to do something a little bit different. Our fearless leader, Sasha, uh, tw- uh, tweeted out a prompt yesterday about what sports moment lives, what random sports moment, so not really associated. There's a couple of these that have, like, the teams that I like in there, but they're not championship moments or anything like that. There's Right, kinda, it's not directly correlated to your fandom. Yeah, like, it's not like a, hey the 04 Red Sox winning the World Series or something like that, right? These are, I think all three of mine are well, the, the two of mine that are with teams I like are regular season moments, just kind of these random moments. Um, so we're going to do that. We're going to kind of walk through why. they. It's sort of like the Roman Empire thing we did, except for a, more, little, bit. a little bit more specific and do a, uh, a few specific moments. Andrew and I each have three of those, so we will get to that. Uh, coming up at 8.30, we're going to talk to Supernova's Associate Head Coach, Laura Kuhn. Uh, we will talk to Brett or. Brian, excuse me, not Brett, Brian Spielberger uh, from PFF, who he covers the NFL. We will talk to him at 8.45. Of course, at 9 o'clock, we'll talk to our very own Mike Sauter uh, about the high school and Nebraska basketball sports scene. At 9.30, we had some big news from Union Omaha yesterday with the – uh, unveiling of their stadium plans for downtown Gosh, Omaha. That looks so sick. So we're going to talk to our friend Marty Cordero to learn a little bit more about that, and then we will wrap up the show as we always do on Friday with Matt Verzal. But wanted to hop back into that conversation we were having about Coach Rule and going in with that clip that Shane played about leadership, and you know, it, you you mentioned something in the first segment that that kind of caught my attention you were talking about the player retention and why people want to follow him and and things like that and it wasn't just about hey you know he you know I want to follow him you're like I want to emulate him I want to be like him and and it's I think it's maybe more like I want to be not that you want to be Coach Rule, but you want to be a man like Coach Rule. You want to be a person who cares about other people like Coach Rule does. And it's, it's kind of a really weird analogy, but the first season of Ted Lasso that I watched, right? the, the overwhelming uh, The overwhelming themes of that, especially first season for me, were his kindness to people and his accountability when he did something wrong. When he did something wrong, he took ownership for it every single time. Like, If you rewatch that show, especially the first season, look at how many times. And you can tell who the good people in that show are versus the bad people in that show are versus if they take accountability and how they take accountability, right? Because there's basically three different ways. There's taking accountability without being called out on it. You're like, hey, I recognize I did this wrong. I'm going to come forward and be like, that's my bad. I apologize. Then there's the people who... They get called out on something, and you're like, you know what? I didn't see that. You're right. That's on me. Then you've got the people who get ca- called out on it and then make excuses. They get called out on it, and then they try and convince you they didn't do anything wrong. Watch that show again with that framework, and you'll be like, oh. And be curious. Yeah. Not, not judgmental. judgmental. right? And so I, when I watch that show, though, the first time I watched the first season, and I've seen that show several times because I'm obsessed with it, but the, a very good show. The first time I watched that first season, I had this really strange feeling of, this show makes me want to be a better person because of the example that Ted Lasso leads. And listen, I get it's a fictional character, right? But I think it's a similar situation when people talk to Coach Rule. I think they leave conversations with Coach Rule, maybe not saying, oh, I want to be a better person, but maybe saying, I think he can help me become the best version of myself. And that is incredibly important when you're talking about an era of free player movement and NIL and people have a lot of reasons to leave and not a lot of reasons to stay, but you have to give them something more than, uh, well, we'll match whatever NIL deal comes through the the door, or uh, we'll make sure we can guarantee playing time or whatever, because he doesn't do that. He doesn't guarantee playing time. And so if you're not guaranteeing playing time, and yeah, they're on par with NIL, like that's fine, whatever, but... Other people have as much money or more money. Other people have great resources. Other people have great facilities. What's the difference maker for a place like Nebraska? And it's that when the head coach speaks, the people that listen say, that guy can help me be the best version of myself. And that changes everything because that will make up for whatever deficiencies that you may have in infrastructure or whatever else. And for some people at least, you'll be like, Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll take a little less to stay here. I'll take a non-guarantee to stay here because I believe long-term that's what's best for me. And the people that stay are the people that are going to leave Nebraska where they want to go. Well, and everybody
1: wants to be challenged, right? And so, like, Coach not everybody Rule, knows it, though. <laughs> Coach Rule, like, doesn't just sit down in a meeting and, and try to play match game, like mm-hmm. you said. What he does a really good job of, and then I've had, you know, conversations with him before is no matter what, no matter what the situation is, or if it's a, a casual sit down or if it's a professional sit down, uh, the way that he presents information to you is more in like a challenging light He, he makes you think mm-hmm. right, and that's what I think is is the biggest takeaway for a lot of recruits at the end of the day is you know he, he's not bessing you mm-hmm. when you walk into the room and He makes you want to listen. Mm -hmm. There are so many situations where, like, I'm sitting somewhere and I'm just like, eh, like, when is this going to be over? Yeah. Like, there there are plenty of times where when I go to church and, you know, the priest is up there for a homily and I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, if you would have stopped right there, (laughs) the message would have been great. But then you add it on and add it on. And and then what does my mind do? It goes left, it goes right, it goes forward, it goes back. I'm not the only one that thinks that either. Yeah. It's very common. But when you know your timing, Mm -hmm. when you know, like, how to present the challenge and then just, like, let the challenge speak for itself and not try to over-explain the challenge... Like, that's what Coach Rule does really well because you sit there and you're just in awe of what he's what he's telling you. And you're like, man, I can relate that to this aspect of my life. You know, Coach Rule may say, like, you know, frontline guys are the quarterback and the head coach that have to go talk to the media after a loss, and they're 1-14, in 14 and, you know, it's not a fun thing to do. But, you know, that example makes me think about that one time in school where I had to do this project. And, like, mm-hmm. people always take somebody else's – personal challenge and apply it to how can I relate to that? Mm-hmm. But he lets the challenge speak for itself, and that's why you see a lot of these these young players want to come play for Coach Rule because you're right, they don't know they want to be challenged, but when they are presented with that challenge, it becomes like a fire
0: inside yeah, of it, them it, to, it, to it, prove it, it to exc- prove that you can beat that challenge. It excites them in a way that they probably haven't been – you know, motivated by successfully. like I, you know, you mentioned, you know, kind of an example with the priest, I, I, my favorite teachers that I ever had, weren't the ones that let me skate by and do whatever I wanted and whatever, although like I enjoyed that at the time. But it was the ones that are like, hey, you're capable of more than this. I'm going to need you to provide Well, it's also
1: the ones, too, that you wanted to prove to. Yeah. Right? Like, I had a teacher in high school. He was my running coach in grade school. Ended up being my chemistry teacher in high school. Mm -hmm. And, like, I had, like, a good relationship with him. So I wanted to prove to him that I could could get this work done, not only efficiently, Mm -hmm. uh, but also so I could overachieve in that way because I wanted to show you that I care. And, like, when you have a teacher like that Mm -hmm. stand in front of you, you're going to get
0: players that also want to prove to you, like, I'm going to be the best right now. Well, and part of it, too, is like when someone believes in you, right? Because the, the way I felt with the teachers specifically in high school were these two teachers, one of them was my Latin teacher, one of them was my AP American history teacher and civics teacher, RIP Mr. Eicher. Um, they believed in me and that I was, I had more in me, whether intelligence, whatever, than I was giving them. And so I wanted to prove them right about what they believed about me. And it's the same thing when you believe the opposite. If you don't believe in someone, they're gonna try and prove you right. If you do believe in someone, they're gonna try and prove you right. So you get to decide which thing they're trying to prove. Uh, coming up next, there's been a lot of coaching movement in across a bunch of different sports over the Let's last talk about week or so. It. Let's get into some of that next here on Herd Sports Radio.